0: Hello and welcome to episode 223 of the Casual Try Hard Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm James. And we are finally, hopefully, maybe going to work our way through the end of uh, March of the Machine spoilers, uh, just in time for all of Aftermath to have already been (laughs) uh, spoiled on the YouTubes. Oopsies. Oopsies. So uh, yeah, we're going to hopefully get through those. I'm hopefully going to remember to change the uh, show title to say this is part three and
1: uh Uh, hopefully listeners can look at the dates and realize that uh the last one was part two and not just more of more more of the same two weeks ago yeah yeah
0: well they're smart they'll figure it out but i should i should do a little bit of work to do it right so uh if you want to reach out to us on social media say hi any of that stuff uh all of that all those links are in the description
1: yeah hit us up let us know what you think about this set now that you've had a chance to play with it um, let us know. I don't know if we're going to do our typical limited, like wrap up, like we normally do not wrap up, but first impressions, because by the time we get around to it, it'll be like three weeks in and the format will basically be solved. So <laughs> yeah, we, we can prob- tell people what format gonna... All right. Maybe we'll talk some limited stuff. Well, we, we talked
0: about um, it in the pre-show. We did. If, if people, uh, some like my thoughts are my early drafts.
1: Yeah, so if you're uh, if you're a patron, you can listen to our thoughts on the limited format in the pre-show. And if you're interested in that, you can become a patron at uh, patreon.com slash You can chip a couple bucks in, help to support the show, and you get access to the pre-show. Uh, typically, it's just us kind of catching up and making sure all our equipment works. But occasionally, we do throw some, some tidbits of like actual magic content in there like this week where we talked about limited. Yeah. Um patrons also get access to our show notes so you get a sneak peek about what the upcoming week's show is going to be about and you get put on my mailing list for when I have stuff to send out to you guys. So, if you appreciate what we do and want to support the show or if you are super selfish and just want the the sweet benefits that come along with uh being a patron, you can do that too, chip a couple bucks in patreon.com slash casual tryhard mtg uh, another way you can support us is with a tcg player affiliate link casualtryhardcom tryhard.com slash tcg uh, follow that link on over to tcg player and anything you purchase will help to support the show we'll get a small portion of whatever whatever your checkout total is and that would help us out as well we also have our uh, youtube channel casual tryhard mtg on YouTube head on over there brian's got limited content coming out monday wednesday and friday you can also watch a video version of this show on thursdays and i've been slacking a little bit lately i really haven't had a whole lot of time to get onto arena so i didn't didn't have anything recorded for this week but normally i do uh tomfoolery tuesdays on tuesdays where i play just kind of whatever i feel like playing and constructed whether it's brawl or explorer or Whatever I feel like. If I come across a sweet list, I play it then. So you can check that out as well. Uh also if you got any decks that you wanna you want me to play on Tompoolery Tuesdays, you can hit us up on social media and let me know that too. If I if I think it's an interesting list, maybe I'll take it for a spin.
0: Yeah. Uh also on the pre show we had a special guest.
1: We did have a special guest.
0: Gavin doesn't like headphones.
1: Does not like headphones. Tried a couple times. Didn't like them any time.
0: No. I just got a text that he found my cup that he was drinking out of it at uh, dinner and poured it all over himself. So, uh, yeah. Excellent. Thankfully, he did not break the glass, but did pour yep. stuff all over himself. Dr. Pepper? Uh, no. Dr. Pepper's too expensive these days. Like, we're just on Kool-Aid uh, now. Gotcha. I'm going, going back to my college days. <laughs> drinking Kool-Aid Tang. to save money. Oh, we're not we're not the not the Tang levels, but. Cool Kool Aid band for uh, uh to to save money is is rough,
1: yeah.
0: Um. So yeah, what else do we have to talk about uh, in housekeeping? Did we get through everything. You got through YouTube. Yeah, I think we're yeah. good.
1: Yeah, I don't think there's anything else. Let's get into some cards.
0: All right. So what do we got at first? Ooh, I know. I made you put this on the list. Yeah. All right. So. He's a little out of place because he should be on the double-sided cards, but a Tally Primal Conqueror mm-hmm. is five red-red for a 7-7. Uh, legendary creature, Elder Dragon. or sorry, Elder Dinosaur. Elder Dinosaur, yeah. Elder Dinosaur. Trample. When a Tally Primal Conqueror enters the battlefield, each player exiles cards from the top of their library until they exile a non-land card. You may cast any number of spells from among the non-land cards exiled this way without paying their mana costs so the front side is why i wanted to talk about this mm-hmm. um it's kind of a ridiculous reanimation target yeah it is a ridiculous thing i had just watched a magic aids video where he was playing uh Hazaret and de and Hazoret to mm-hmm. spin into a tally to cast uh Emrakul the promised end or to just cast Emrakul off of Dejuru and Hazaret. That um, yeah, seems pretty good. I watched a Saffron Olive video where he reanimated this then would hit another one and then mm-hmm. cast the other one and then hit two more spells. It's kind of silly. Yeah. It has a backside which costs 10 mana, 9 of the Phyrexian green and he becomes a Tally Primal Sickness Oh, uh, uh, uh. Um <laughs> uh Trample Indestructible an eleven eleven and when it deals uh da- combat damage to a player they get that many poison counters. Yeah, uh dude so has
1: half, it- half infect.
0: Uh half infect?
1: Well yeah, because it doesn't deal damage and negative neg- er, oh, negative encounters yeah, one counters.
0: Yeah. Um I think playing a seven seven dinosaur that like casts you two spells for free. That may have just been a free spell. Mm-hmm. Is enough. Yeah. I
1: don't know if you actually need the backside in constructed. Well, also, since like you're trying to cheat the seven mana, you probably don't want to pay nine mana. Exactly. Exactly. Like you. Yeah. I think that like you, like,
0: but it's modern Magic. Like seven mana is not unreasonable to cast. Right. Right, like if you gotta get the five mana to play your like reanimation spell, you can get to seven a few turns later if you draw it. Mm-hmm. And it's way easier to cast than Atraxa.
1: I wonder I wonder if there's a world where you Iron Crag feet into this. Iron Crag feet gives you seven mana, right? But you cast these spells,
0: and Ironcrag feet says you can only cast one spell. Oh uh, yeah, 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 okay. Uh, I was super excited, but then I remembered that yep. it only lets you cast um, one spell. Yeah. So, like, you know, it's not a. Like, a tally's not a great thing to, like, put into the battlefield with fires of invention. Yeah. But it is, um, I think, pretty. Um, a pretty solid reanimation target. I don't know if mm-hmm. it's, like. Past like Pioneer, good? I don't think so. Like, I think just like whatever it is.
1: Um, our turn.
0: I'll... I don't know.
1: Is it a show and tell target?
0: Oh, that would be interesting. You just put it in and like maybe you spin into your Gristle Brand or your. Yeah. I mean, I guess like just show and tell, like Ponder, and then whatever your opponent gives you is fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be could be um i mean the ceiling can be put in a tally cast emiracle the eon Storm and like win the game yeah i and i guess the floor is like hit a force put it back in your deck
2: mm-hmm.
1: cast uh, whatever you got off your opponent yeah like that's also podder. like this a decent thing to put in off of Gorio's Vengeance, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Good point. Like, you just bring that back, hit him for seven, you cast two things. Yeah. I think the in you cast two things is just, like, so good. Yeah. And again, like, if you're playing Gorio's and you have Atali and Gristle brand and, like, Atrexa,
3: mm-hmm.
1: right? You're just, I like... I mean, you could, like, really live the dream and Gorio's into this, Cascade into... The moon mist is that what transforms something oh yeah I think and then transform it and just kill your opponent <laughs> um I mean
0: you can You can run hot is moon mist just humans
1: transform all humans I, I, uh, oh it's just humans Just humans. Well, that's a bummer uh yeah so bro. you gotta already have a masquid nexus in play
0: yeah you gotta go super hard probably not worth it didgeridoo on dinosaur or i guess didgeridoo (laughs) make this a minotaur there you go this is a new minotaur hit yeah yeah but i think the front side is super powerful like more having it seeing it played i was like oh okay i might have missed the boat on this guy this is one of the few cards i just put in an order i bought cube cards italies and um Rona's were the, like a tally was the most expensive card at like five fifty, mm-hmm. And then Rona's were like $2 and two fifty, And then everything yeah. else was like a quarter. So like, I'm like, okay, I'm willing to bet that a tally is decent. Mm-hmm. So. All right. What is up next?
1: We have Bloodfeather Phoenix. One and a red for a two, two Phoenix with flying that can't block. And whenever an instant or sorcery spell you control deals damage to an opponent or a battle, you can pay red. If you do, return it from your graveyard to the battlefield, and it gains haste. Okay. This this is a a pretty good phoenix, right?
0: It's like super Chandra's phoenix? Yeah. But Chandra's phoenix went to your hand. Right. And there's like a ton of things that trigger this in standard. Yes. Um... Etchings of Kamano. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, you play this, they kill it, and you're, like, turn three. is just, like, etchings, bring this back. Yep. Neat. Um, I think it's real like, these cards have
1: seen play in standard pretty consistently. Yeah, I mean, Chandra's Phoenix definitely, that's going back a few years and definitely a different time, but that card was a staple in standard. Mm-hmm. Um. um Red Bird saw tons of play
0: yeah Uh, i was gonna say what is the um oh gosh there's another card i'm thinking of um like it's not as good as what is the like red 2-2 haste the vampire that like casts that casts cards from the graveyard oh um like, the plus one, plus one counter cycle.
1: Bloodthirsty Adversary?
0: Yeah. Like, it's probably not as good as that, but it might be.
1: It's like... oh, um, well, I mean, it's a different card, right?
0: It is. It is, but, like, just on, like, turn two, maybe you would rather have this. Oh,
1: yeah. No, you definitely would rather have this on turn two. This grinds better, too. Like, Bloodthirsty Adversary, like, that card wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be just because it's so mana-hungry. I mean, it's yeah. five mana before you get any value out of it, and then you get a 3-3. Three, three. Which is kind of like whatever.
0: Yeah. Uh, like, But, yeah, this gives you just, like, a way to, like, grind, right? You can just are yeah. sort of like, okay.
1: Yeah, this guy's just here to party.
0: Yeah, like, it never goes away. Yep. Huh. All right, what's yep. up next?
1: We have Furnace Rains. Two in a red sorcery. Gain control of target creature until end of turn. Untap that creature. Until end of turn, it gains haste. And whenever this creature deals combat damage to a player or battle, create a treasure token. Um, We get a version of this every set, basically. Some Mm -hmm. sort of act of treason. Um, The reason I included it here, it's probably a little late because people have already been playing limited. But I just wanted to mention that typically when... Uh, Red-Black Sacrifice is the limited archetype. We don't get a three-mana active treason. We get a four-mana active treason. And this is three-mana active treason with upside. That can sometimes be two-mana. Well, it, not only is it sometimes two-mana, but it's also another thing to sacrifice. Yeah. And, so. um
0: right, like that, that treasure can pay for the... uh Uh, village rights in the set so Mm -hmm. like you attack they don't block because they want their creature back yep you get your treasure then you uh sack it and uh gain uh draw two cards yep i mean i think Karyazev's expertise is probably just better but there's some part that like if you were gonna like sideboard in a card in your like red black sack deck Mm -hmm. Like, Furnace Rains might be, like, reasonable. It's a little easier to cast. The treasure can matter if it gets to get in. And in Constructed, uh, constructed a lot more times it is just going to get in. Mm -hmm. So, and that might be worth considering. But Karri Expertise is probably just a little bit better.
1: Yeah. I mean, if you... I mean, typically, like, in Constructed, you probably don't even want Karri Expertise. You want, like, Claim the Firstborn or something if you want that effect.
0: There's I've played against multiple red black sack decks recently that bring yeah. in some number of Karizev's expertise post board. Oh, okay. Uh and I'm like, what what are we
1: doing? I this don't know. That's, that's that is weird. Like, I don't like this. So yeah, nothing nothing super insightful to say about this. I just thought it was interesting that mm-hmm. it's Cheaper than we normally get when sacrifices an archety- archetype, and, and it has upside.
0: I guess they are balancing it with making it uncommon for limited, right? If yeah, it was I just act, if it was just active treason at com- like better yeah. active treason at common, then it would be kind of silly. Yeah. All right. What's up next? All right. I'm, ex- I'm excited. We to see have
1: it. Hanger Scrounger. You're, you're excited, huh? Excited. I- <laughs>
0: I do not have the show notes
1: open. I'm just, whatever comes up, I'm just vibing with. (laughs) All right. Uh, Hanger Scrounger is two and a red for a 2-1 dwarf pilot. Back up one. So when it enters a battlefield, it's going to put a plus one, plus one counter on something. And then until the end of the turn, it's going to gain this other ability. And the second bit of text here is, whenever this creature becomes tapped, you may discard a card. If you do, draw a card. (laughs) Um, so,
0: um, they talked about this on the priest
1: Leafables. Have you seen this? Um, I watched the first one. I didn't have a chance or I watched part of the first one. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a chance to get back um, into it. This is
0: one of, uh, 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 P. Silly's favorite designs from the set.
1: Oh, really? And, cool. Yeah.
0: And, uh, I'm glad I
1: highlighted it then.
0: Yeah. And he pointed out like in limited, this works with convoke. Yeah. right also um you know uh, being a dwarf pilot you know that he's from kaladesh with vehicles with this with vehicles yeah. and it just lets you turn the two drop you were gonna maybe try to get into in with into something bigger mm-hmm. that gets in and uh like gives it that ability so you get to go like rummage a thing get an attack and rummage that you wouldn't otherwise have and then pl- and then have this body left over mm-hmm. um i think it's a fine limited card though i've not played it but i don't know if it has a home in constructed but it is like an interesting um, effect to throw on something
1: yeah i don't know if it's super constructed playable um this does seem like a really fun cube card though like, this could definitely enable some shenanigans in oh, cube, yeah. I think. I agree.
0: I had not put it... It had not made it into mic. I did not look at it for that. I should probably go back and see if there's something.
1: Well, it doesn't really support any of your archetypes.
0: Yeah, true. True. Like, if it were, like... Uh, yeah, if it were an artifact, then I'd be, like, all in. Yeah. If he if was, like, a robo-dwarf.
1: Yeah. Uh, is a cool design, though. And um it is interesting that like if this guy comes down, you can like you can crew a vehicle more than once and you can also crew a vehicle with more power than it needs. hmm So you could give something this back up and then tap both of them to crew and end up with uh Faithless Looting. Yeah. So.
0: D I fa- Y Faithful Slooting.
1: Yep, I mean you gotta work to get it, but yeah. Next up we have Rampaging Raptor, two red red for a four four dinosaur with trample and haste, and you can pay two and a red, and it gets plus two plus out till end of turn. Whenever Rampaging Raptor deals combat damage to an opponent, it deals that much damage to target planeswalker that player controls or battle that player protects. Okay. So, this is
0: kind of the current questing beast, yep, that's uh
1: basically where I was going with this,
0: so questing beast I had to look it up to make sure I got all the keywords right it has vigilance, death touch, and haste
3: mm-hmm.
0: uh, and then basically has the same paragraph, yeah, i mean it it is notable that this also hits battles, but yeah. And then instead of Trample, it has Can't Be Blocked by Little Things. Mm -hmm. And then whatever, the damage can't be prevented. So, like, the big thing this is missing compared to Questing Beast is Vigilance, right? Because Questing Beast just hits the battlefield and, like, you can't really lose after you've played your Questing Beast the following turn.
1: Yeah, I mean, Death Touch also. Like, there's definitely been situations where, like, you're kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't with Questing Beast. You're Mm -hmm. really going to lose lose your blocker or lose your planeswalker. Like one of the two is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Whereas with this guy like I guess Tramples kind kind of similar. Like analogous to death touch but different. You yeah, like I mean? it
0: get, you can you can probably ping their planeswalker for something. Yeah. Um so I was trying to think um like the the red green like the red green like aggro decks are, like kind of like the haste tribal decks that there that there is in like explorer slash pioneer, mm-hmm. like it like red green boat or whatever. Yeah. Right. Like playing like four questing beasts is can, can be awkward. Like you could split between raptor and questing beast. Absolutely. They kind of do something very similar. This could mm-hmm. also maybe enable, right, like those green decks really lane on Land of War Elves. Yeah. But like this could enable like maybe in standard like a big red deck mm-hmm. where like you have this, you have, um, you know, the bird, you have, um, oh, what is it called? The The werewolf that gives stuff plus one, plus one haste. Yep. Like in all of your stuff is like every turn just like, play a thing, bash you, play a thing, bash you, and, like, you just your opponent never has a chance to, like, stabilize because everything just has haste or pseudo haste. Yeah. And you kill them. And, like, you're just all mountains and, like, no mana troubles and you get to do this. Uh, So this is probably an add-on in the red-green decks, but, like, you can't get away from green in those because elf into three drop is so powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Elf, is it reckless? Is it not reckless storm seeker? seeker is it
1: that's the three drop? Yeah,
0: yeah. So, like, elf and a reckless storm seeker is just too powerful to not do. Yeah, to just be like, no questing piece, only this. But, like, you could maybe get back to a situation where you're playing Gruel Spellbreaker, where you're just like, yeah, I just want to, everything needs to have haste. I'm just going to kill you with all these little nerds.
1: Um, I, I guess one more final thought is we kind of, obviously we compared this to questing beast and I think it's pretty close. Mm -hmm. Like in power level. Yes. Um, there are, there are instances where you're just going to kill your opponent with fire breathing. Oh yeah. Whereas like questing beast doesn't have that. Um, but like I said, there's questing beast also has some, uh, like awkward death touch blocks. Um, but I remember complaining about how like prevalent Questing Beast was. Mm-hmm. And it was a mythic. And this yeah. is a rare. So how how close in power level are we for like a downshift in rarity? Um It is surprising. But I mean, look
0: yeah. at the red green uncommon in this set. It's a four mana three three that becomes a four four with haste Mm -hmm. when it attacks or it gets a plus one plus one counter if it attacks a battle and that's an uncommon right which is you know a decent chunk of questing beast Mm -hmm. um yeah it is surprising that this has gotten cheaper like um there's a few cards we're talk about a couple in here that i'm like I kind of want to buy this. Yeah, it's an uncommon. It's cheap, whatever. But, like, in a year, they're just going to, like, make this an instant instead of a sorcery with, like, the same text. So then I'm just going to have, like, four cents worth of cardboard (laughs) as opposed to 40 cents. Yeah, like, this is a lot of questing beasts. And you're you're right, right, like, if it's turn 10 and you've got seven mana... You need to just like slam this and then like tap the other three and just get in for six. Mm-hmm. Like that could like swing the game in a big way, just winning yeah. the game outright, as opposed to your opponent being at like two. Right.
1: All right. Next up, we kind of talked about this during our mechanics mm-hmm. episode, so I don't think there's a ton to talk about here. But we had a request to talk about it. It stoked the flames. Um. Aww. Go ahead, sorry. I was just going to read the card for those who don't know. Two red red for an instant with Convoke. So you can tap creatures to help pay for it. And it deals four damage to any target. Uh, four damage
0: for four mana is not an embarrassment.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, getting to tap creatures for it is kind of a big deal. Yep. Um, Anything that goes wide to get you to do this early... So like you could like see maybe like a red white deck with uh, the oh gosh um, the flash one one that makes a one one like kind of like the raise the mm-hmm. alarm yep and then uh, like rouse reinforcements mm-hmm. and then you just like get to have like a free stoke the flames yep. on turn three
1: also like any of the spell slingers decks I don't know if there's like a Jeskai spell slingers deck that's like young pyromancer monastery mentor that kind of thing you know what i mean
0: uh well what is the young pyromancer now it's blue it's red blue oh yeah yep yeah but like that monastery and you are making tokens and then like you get a couple bodies and you do this you get two triggers yep yeah like that's pretty solid um it's also like a lot of the battles are for defense so it mm-hmm. snipes a lot of battles yep uh but you're probably just going also
1: four is a, a good number for hitting planeswalkers as well
0: yeah yeah this card does does a whole whole lot
1: yep and the
0: uh cost reduction is where it's at yeah you can just surprise someone like getting like a seven mana turn always feels good yeah
1: all right. This next one we talked about during the pre-show a little bit, right? I think, at volcanic least be trying spite. to buy some. Yeah.
0: So this is Volcanic so, Spite for one in mm-hmm. the red. It's an instant. Volcanic Spite deals three damage to target a creature, planeswalker, or battle. You may play. A, you may put a card from your hand on the bottom of your library if you do draw a card. So this is Fire Prophecy, but better. Hmm. Um. This yeah, Fire
1: Prophecy only hit creatures, right?
0: Only hit creatures. Like, this is a strict upgrade over that card. There's literally no reason to play Fire Prophecy anymore. Right. Um, And, like, the number of times, like, you're playing against Blue Light Control game one, and you're like, I wish this Fire Prophecy had any text.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? Now this has text. Yep. Right? Like, this is... This is one of those that like we've just power crept another card out of the format. Yeah, but yeah, anywhere that you played Fire Prophecy, you get to play this now. Yep. So. All right. Yeah. I
1: think we have one more red card. Okay. Ooh. Valdaren Thrill Seeker. Two and a red for a one-one vampire warrior with backup two, and you can pay one sacrifice this creature. It deals. Damage equal to its power to any target. Um,
0: what was the heart, piece,
1: heart piercer Mastercore? Yeah. 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 Uh, that is why I included this on the list, because you were looking for this card for, I don't know if you're still looking for it, but you were looking for it for a while.
0: Yeah, so the, um... Uh, so when I used to play um Tin Fins
3: mm-hmm. Uh
0: I I ha- I kept a Heart Piercer Master core in my sideboard to go get with Living Wish in yep. case I had to um uh play my Merit Lage and then throw it at someone. Yep. I, d- I think I threw one maybe ever. <laughs> um this throws with less like red mana involved. I think it's the same mana cost. It might actually be cheaper.
1: Uh, I think it's well. I mean, all all in, it's the same. It's four mana all in. I think.
0: Yeah, I I, I wasn't sure if it, Heart Piercer was uh uh four or uh. I think it was four. So, but yeah, that was a uh, that was a uh, a favorite of mine. I don't know if it mm-hmm. was good. But it was pretty sweet was it heart piercer masticore I just looked up heart and I'm not I seeing it manticore manticore see if I can find it yeah heart piercer manticore yep it is 4 I thought so yeah but uh, this can also make it so your merit ledge can get people that have gone above 20
3: mhm
0: uh, correct Second. Yeah. You know the uh, uh you know you know the standard combo, right?
1: With a uh, Yargle. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. That is like unlocking the limited dream.
1: <laughs> like, yeah, you guys will have to post a screenshot in Discord if any yeah, of you to do that. If
0: any of you yargle yargle chuck some of uh chuck a yargle at someone. Yep. I am uh like I think it's I think it's just like Probably just goofy applications, but yeah, they're still fun. Yeah. Like I want to well, Like
1: it. I said, the only reason I figured we talk about it is because you were, you were looking for this. I remember you searching Scryfall for this exact card.
0: Yes, yes, basically. This. Being
1: disappointed when you only had the Manticore to go get.
0: Yes, I, I, I also wanted to just make this a land. Let me throw my yeah. Dark Depths <laughs> with a land, please. Um. But yeah, this this card is fun, if nothing yep. else.
1: Moving on to green. We have Ancient Imperiosaur. Five green green for a six six dinosaur with Convoke, Trample, and Ward 2. Okay. And when it enters the battlefield, or it enters the battlefield with two plus one plus one counters on it for each creature that convoked it. So this thing can be kind of huge. Um so Aspiring Spike mm-hmm.
0: and um uh I found a guy on YouTube, a Harry MTG. Is he Harry? Makes very short like you can watch like almost an entire league in like ten minutes. He oh, like okay. he edits the stuff down like that far. Uh he'll get like three or four games in of the of the league. Um, mm-hmm. have been working on making this a 2020 on turn two in modern oh how do you do that um so ornithopter uh what's it called um memnite, memnite things like uh chatterstorm oh okay um burning tree emissary mm-hmm. uh kaldatha rebirth and gleeful demolition yep, yep. So, and then they were also playing the Wax. Okay. So, you could, like, go, like, in on the go-wide token thing, and if you didn't have the dinosaur, you could just whack. Yep. And try to kill him that way. But, you know, oh, and they played Valdoran Epicure, because it's a body and an artifact to sacrifice to one of your eight uh, oh, yeah, okay. effects. So, like, uh, there, like, there was a game where they went like Epicure, um, what is he called? Uh, Burning Tree, Burning Tree, and then like made some goblins and then played something else and then convoked this guy out. For kind of sounds like a
1: fun uh, Tomfoolery Tuesday deck.
0: You might be able to like.
1: We don't like if have you pl- lose Memnite, but that's it. Oh, well, I and Cadaltha Rebirth.
0: Yeah, I mean, you could do like the Explorer version of it, where like yeah. you know it's not going to be as powerful. You have you have most of the wax. Yeah, it's like your B plan. Uh, and is Chatterstorm on? In no, it's not. Yeah, like they had Chatterstorm as it was like a green thing, but yeah. Uh. I don't know, could you, like, I was like, oh, Dwinin's elite, is there, like, uh, but that needs another elf. It needs another elf, yeah. Like, I don't know if there's an elf that makes an elf. Uh, or
1: War Marshal kind of makes another elf. Kind
0: of. Yeah, but no, you could could definitely maybe put together something that, like, does this some amount of times. Uh, but yeah, like, if you can get it out early, the war, like, We have found that Ward 2 can be, like, a severe pain.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's most of Hexproof. It's most of Hexproof if you get it down early. Well, I mean, even late. Like, if, you know, if your removal costs 3 mana. and
0: Yeah. But, like, if you get it down on, like, turn 3, turn 4. Yeah. Now you're in a situation where, like, the Ward 2 cuts off a lot of your removal spells. Yeah. Uh, so like I'm interested to do that. Like that seems like it'd be fun. Uh, like super swingy. Mm-hmm. This this is one where you'd you'd play a bunch and be like, oh yeah, here are the three that we did the thing on turn two. My <laughs> record was three and eleven. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the other times I got gut. Um. But yeah, like if you can get it out reasonably early. Like, you, it'll just run away w- with a game for you. Oh, for sure. Like, if you go, like, one, two, three, and play this on turn four, like, that's still not all right. Like, that's what a 12, uh, that's a 12, 12 with War Two. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like, <laughs> yeah, and you didn't do anything, you didn't do anything, like, crazy. Yeah. Um, Is it, in this Fierce End Path, does it, it's not. Is it casting cost or power toughness? I think it's casting cost, right?
1: It's a uh, mana value, yeah.
0: Mana value. Okay. Um. So like, you could have Fierce Empath as your three. Yeah. For like Go extra, get this. Yeah, for extra copies, like you could have it lined up where you could do like the thing. And yeah. if you can't, you could just like have eight copies of it. And be like, all right, on turn three, I guess I will just Fierce Empath, then mm-hmm. convoke this thing out. And have it pretty consistently. Yeah. Uh, if you had a way to like have a mana up or something, right? Then you just like you're, like snakeskin veil. Tyvar's <laughs> Tyvar's stand. Paid the two. Yeah. Sick. Now we're gonna do Hex this. Hexproof them. <laughs> we're good. Yeah. Um Yeah. Like there you go. There's a Tom Fuller deck for you. Yeah. You hate wild cards, right? Just burn them. Just burn them on. on,
1: Unfortunately, uh, Tomfoolery has kind of drained my wild cards. Oh, no. (laughs) But we'll we'll see what we can do. I got a couple other ideas for decks, too, that I got to get around to.
0: Yeah. All right, what
1: do we got next? Next up, we have Deep Root Wayfinder. One and a green for a 2-3 Merfolk Scout. Whenever Deep Root Wayfinder deals combat damage to a player or battle, surveil one. Then you may return a land card from your graveyard to the battlefield tapped. Um, This card seems not good.
0: Yeah? So, like, you can't play it in Elves. Not Elves, I'm sorry. No, not an Elf. You can't play it in Merfolk. <laughs>
1: Well, right. I mean, you also can't play it in elves. Very
0: true. <laughs> Sorry, it's a mono green merfolk. I'm very confused by this. Merfolk are supposed to live in the water, not in the trees. Um, but like, had uh, green merfolk. Yes, Exalan does have green merfolks, but like in older formats, it's not going to be better than green than the blue blue lords, right? Um. And then, like, it's, like, sad as this is to say, right? Like, it is a creature that has to, like, deal damage. Yeah, it doesn't immediately pay you off. Yeah. And, you know, we talked about this, again, in the pre-show, that, like, some of the big dumb gold mythics don't Mm -hmm. immediately pay you off. And it's like, oh, yeah, I can just kill it, and it's not the end of the world. Right? Like, is... Land of War Visionary kind of better? Yeah. Right? Like I know. Oh, sorry. Uh, uh, Oh, gosh. To stay on Team Merfolk here, Silvergill Adept. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, you would much rather your 2-drop be Silvergill Adept than Teeper Wayfinder, I right. think. Right? Of course, it blocks better. It's a 2-3. Well, like, I mean,
1: it, it also, like, just because it's a Merfolk doesn't mean it has to be, like, Merfolk Tribal. True. True.
0: I mean, I guess you could play it like but do we get to play green mid range decks? Is it like if anything we're allowed to do?
1: No. Well, I mean it depends what you define as mid range. Like the definitions have changed a little bit recently. True.
0: But like this feels like uh Merfolk brand, like, branch like branchwalker. Like super branchwalker. Yeah. Right, and like I don't know if like that's the kind of deck you can play anymore. But yeah, I mean that's
1: actually a pretty good comparison as Super Branchwalker. Yeah, but like if the text reads a lot differently, but it probably plays similar.
0: Yeah, like if you told me like absolutely you're gonna get to whack your opponent with it once, I'd be like, Mm -hmm. okay, cool. But if like you, but but, like if it just like dies and you just get kind of like nothing, you're just like, eh. Now, yeah. if you can get it in, and you're playing in like a fetch land format, and mm-hmm. you just know you're gonna get your fetch land back, yeah, that's true. Like that's that's pretty good.
1: Yeah, but also this is a uh, pretty underpowered for fetch land formats.
0: Oh, very much so. But like, yeah. is there is like there's not like a good way to get like lands in your graveyard? Yeah, I guess the Nuka Penna fetch lands, but like, eh, who cares? Yeah. So, yeah i I just don't think it has a home. Like, I think it's like kind of power crept out of modern Magic.
1: Like, hi, you've just been printed. You are not powerful enough for modern Magic. I'm sorry. Crazy how a uh, two mana two three has been power crept out of. Oh yeah, out of existence.
0: It used to be that like it was like okay, for one mana you get a grand total of two power and toughness combined. Right, you get a right. one one, you get an 0-2 and then there was one two one for white.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And now and like you get now it seems like you get like three power and yep. toughness combined for one mana. And two mana used to be you got four. Right. Some mix from oh four to three one. And now it's like five. Five seems fair. Not playable. Yeah, it's like, "Mm, probably not
1: good enough. And it's like... Five with upside, still can't play it. Just can't play it. Not even a vanilla. Yep. All right, moving on. Seed of Hope. A green mana for an instant. Mill two cards. You may put a permanent card from among the milled cards into your hand. You gain two life.
0: This in the right deck is like Green ponder. Pretty close to yeah, or green like, like almost like green preordain. Yeah, so like you have to be playing a deck that is like all permanents, right? It's like seeds of hope well, and mean, then like permanents. Green decks are typically pretty heavy on permanents yeah. anyway, but but like this just gives you like selection to yep. do that whole thing, and like you know. Turn one, you can do Seed of Hope. Maybe hit a land. I don't know if it's good enough. Like, it's like is Instant Speed Oath of Nyssa that sees one less card. I mean, Oath of Nissa's banned. Is it? It's not banned in, in in Explorer anymore.
1: Oh, it's not. I thought it
0: was. No, they they have freed it. Oh, okay. It is why the mono green decks play one nicobolus and one teferi who uh something the sunset yeah slows the sunset because you can cast it off the mana from nissal oath of nissal you cast it so like it's gotcha. kind of bad oath of nissa but like in standard if you're just playing a pile of like green creatures right like this gives you a way to like smooth your draws a little bit
3: mm-hmm.
0: again like it's It's like a bad ponder, but it's also a green ponder. So, like, I think green ponder gets to be bad ponder and still be okay. I said ponder a whole lot in that sentence. It made me sound very smart. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Pondering. Hmm. Pondering. Oh, man, that should be the emote. Instead of thinking on Arena, pondering. Pondering.
1: Yeah. Yeah, there we go. There you go, Wizards. Make it happen. Dev team, chop chop. Yep. All right, moving on. Let's try and chew through some cards here. Tribute to the World Tree. Green, green, green for an enchantment. Whenever a creature enters a battlefield under your control, draw a card if its power is three or greater. Otherwise, put two plus one plus one counters on it. Um, So this is like part Kiora, mm-hmm.
0: part... I don't know what. I don't know what the, kind of the other thing is. The plus one plus Great one hinge. counters. Yeah, great hinge is probably pretty good. I guess great hinge does both. Yeah. Um, people have been messing around with this in mono green. I mean, green, green,
1: green. Uh, a green, green, green. It's a key. lot of devotion.
0: Yeah, a green, green, green kind of Kiora. Yeah. That like makes like all of the creatures you have either draw you a card, or if you have a Kiora, draw two cards. Right. And all of your elves are now three threes. I mean, seems pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, like, I guess also, like, Commander people like to draw cards. Like, if you have yes, tribute, we do. tribute to the World Tree, Kiora, and Greathenge, like, is there an argument for, like, oh, wait, like, we should buy a bunch of these because in a year and a half they're going to be $35? All of the are going to
1: print something that's just better. True. <laughs> True. Got, and I this don't is, even know how to spec on cards anymore.
0: And this is a rare. Like I I kinda yeah. don't spec on rares anymore. Yeah. Like they just they just all go to zero, seemingly. Yep. Unless you're Ledger Shredder. True. Um, yeah, I think that this has a home somewhere. Like you can make a build of mono green that plays this. Mm-hmm. Right? Like I don't know if it is the best way to build the deck, but you can. Um It's
1: also like something that's harder to interact with than any of the things that it's trying to emulate because mm-hmm. it's an enchantment.
0: Yeah. Uh it's like, you know, uh Great Henge is an yeah. artifact, Kiora is a creature. Uh it's just Planeswalker, sorry. Gosh, what is wrong with me? And then Tribute to the World Tree is just chilling. So, okay. yeah, like I don't know if there's like a green mid rangey deck again, the mythical green mid range deck that you could right. like play this in in standard. I think the black cards are just too good now. Like I think you gotta like wait till rotation. So yeah, then it's maybe. just like so it's not so it's not shielded in every swamp that you could ever want. Right. It's like oh I have to play Shieldred and do something else. It's like you lose like invoke. You lose um I guess the lily stays around. Yeah. Invokes the big one, I think. So like evoke in like Fable the Mirror Breaker. And mm-hmm. the mana gets worse. Right, you might be able to play like Tribute to the Real Tree and like Pelucranos. in mm-hmm. like a non embarrassing mono green deck in six months. We'll have to wait and see.
1: We will. Next up we have Wary Thespian. One and a green for a three-one. Cat Druid. When it enters the battlefield or dies, surveil one. Um It is wild that we have a blue card
0: that enters and loots and loots when it dies, and we have a green card that basically does the same thing. Kind of does the same thing like surveils on the way in and yep. on the way out. And that trades up, mm-hmm. right? Like, would you you have been you? I think you would have been happy with enters and surveils, or you would have been probably. happy with dies and surveils. Like, probably less happy on dies, but you get both. Like, it it's just like cool. Again, so, like so
1: we said that. Um, like I think was it last week we said scry one is like half a card. mm Hmm. So it's safe to say that Surveil 1 is like half a card? Maybe a little bit more? Yeah, I was going to say a little bit more, but not a full card. Yeah, like two-thirds of a card, maybe. So Surveil 1 twice is probably a card? Probably right around a card, yeah. So this Um, is Elvish Visionary with two more power.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It takes a little bit of work to get to that last little bit, but yeah. Yeah. I mean not that there aren't better options but like play this surveil sack it to, sack it to eldritch eldritch evolution and mm-hmm. then go get your grease fang or whatever and it's not like embarrassing on the front end no i'm not saying that there aren't better options like Seder wayfinder is just a better option for that
1: yeah like the timing doesn't work with that either right because you lose the surveil no i think
0: you would get to stack it i think you would resolve eldritch evolution first and then you could surveil well, afterwards
1: no because you sack as part of the casting cost right
0: oh yeah yeah, yeah 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 yeah, i guess you would lose the surveil you would get to look to like try to throw a vehicle in the graveyard
1: so yeah well i mean you would just throw whatever's on top of the graveyard yeah i don't think it matters what it is but
0: yeah but just like The fact that you get to do both. I was going to say, there are better options, but.
1: No, I think, like, sometimes when we look at cards like this, it's not that the card itself is super interesting or useful. It's just. I kind of like going through the process of evaluating, like, what the card's worth. So, I don't know. I just thought it was interesting to see what rate is and how rates change over time.
0: Yeah, it is. Like, it used to be, like, one in a color 3-1 vanilla right and now they're like then they got reach then they sometimes got first strike when they attacked or can't be blocked by
1: artifacts conditional indestructible
0: yeah and now it's like selection on the way in and on the way out we wouldn't want you to feel bad at any point (laughs) with this creature and it's like oh thank you
1: yeah thank you thank you much our last green card, mm-hmm. we have Ren and Realm Breaker. One green green, four loyalty Ren Planeswalker. Lands you control have tap, add one mana of any color. Uh, plus one. Up to one target land you control becomes a 3-3 elemental creature with Vigilance, Hexproof, and Haste until your next turn. It's still a land. Minus two, mill three cards. You may put a permanent card from among the milled cards into your hand. Minus seven, you get an emblem with you may play lands and permanent spells from your graveyard. Um,
0: so this is the other card I went from the set. We talked about what I was buying in the pre-show. It okay. is working its way down in price rapidly. Yeah. It was 20 bucks yesterday. It's now 13. Um, Excellent. So have you ever wanted to transmogrify something? May I, inter- I May I introduce you to a 3-3 hex-proof creature that you can transmogrify on turn four? Because you can okay. get the land, and the land can't be targeted. You are cleared for takeoff uh, against removal. Right. You have to worry about counter spells, but you can just jam, and you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, all right. right. Um, so that was the first place a lot of people's heads went. I think it's just a fine, again, mid-rangey card, like it's th- it doesn't get to protect itself on turn three, really. Because like that land will be tapped. <clears throat> but Um it goes to five loyalty. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I guess Oko went to six or seven. Right? But like a high loyalty three mana planeswalker. Yeah,
1: has a history of being hard to kill. Well, I mean, three mana planeswalkers in general have a history of being very good. Yeah, so Oko
0: went to, uh, six went to six or like five and turned your thing into a three three. Yeah, right. So this going to five and just being like, eh, maybe you can kill me, maybe you can't. Um, also like. Now this, in the Transmogrify decks, does take you off of, um, what's he called? Jigantha.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: But if you're not worried about Gigantha, get to play Luca. That's true. And you know what Luca really would like? A hex-proof creature that it can yeah. eat totally and into turn into... Transmog? T- yeah. So you get to go up to eight Transmogrifies, and can I introduce you into a tally... Or (laughs) Atraxa. Like, the the two best things you could ever transmogrify into. Yeah. Like, just... Like, you have, you know... Eight kind of bonkers hits. You have, um... A million different ways to get it. Mm -hmm. Also, like, uh... the, The land from Ren and Realmbreaker. Great for a, um... Indomitable creativity. Mm-hmm. Right? If you're like, I don't want to play uh, uh, Luca, that's five mana. Huh. Fine, just play Indomitable creativity. This also fixes yeah. your mana. Yep. You could play Forest, 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 Forest creativity
1: someone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, seems good. It's a, an interesting card. Um, like I said, three mana is- a good spot for planeswalkers to be yeah um have a history being really powerful we got some some kind of all timers at the three mana mark so i always Um, like to look at the three mana planeswalkers
0: this is this worded like garuda where the negative doesn't care if there is if your cards are exiled
1: that is correct. You may put a permanent card from among the milled cards it's, in, into your hand. It's not from your graveyard. So, Correct. You can
0: just throw them into the Leyline of the Void and still pick a card out.
1: I believe so, yes. Yes, I am pretty I'd sure. I'd have to well. look at the release notes to to double check, but I think that is correct. I will check Gatherer. Yeah, cuz it's all the same ability and it doesn't care where the cards are. Yeah, it
0: doesn't say like it has to be Yep. Oh, uh, no. The uh the uh the only ruling is is the lands and spells you play from your graveyard have the same timing restrictions. Uh duh. Yeah. But thank you for clarifying. Yeah. Uh but yeah, like this is just like like you have fable and this you have two like good three mana things to uh, to like set up your your transmogrify. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it just seems like a plus, right? That yeah. deck might actually be like really good now. Yeah, with it like really. being able to play eight transmogrifies, and still getting to keep um, courier's briefcase and um, of uh, the, the channel enchantment that makes the land of war elf. mm Hmm right like you can like on turn 4 just have it yeah or like or say on turn 3 just have it or like have a bunch of things that you can do on 3 other than that yeah so there you go ko ko combo
1: cool all right moving out of the single colored spells into the multicolored spells uh we already talked a bit about this card so we probably don't have to spend a ton of time on it well mm-hmm. Dejeru and Hazaret is two red, red, white for a 5-4 human god and says as long as you have one or fewer cards in hand, Dejeru and Hazaret has Vigilance and Haste. And whenever Dejeru and Hazaret attacks, look at the top six cards of your library. You may exile a legendary creature card from among them. Put the rest on the bottom of your library in a random order. Until end of turn, you may cast the exiled card without paying its mana cost. Um, so I would just
0: watch a magic AIDS video where, uh, it says cast. So you get to cast a- Emercle the promised end off yep. of this and get to take your opponent's turn. Yep. Um, a plus good times, mm-hmm. right? It does have the thing we were talking about where like, unless you have done a little bit of work, it does not just like come down and wreck your opponent. Like right. there is the stress of like, what if they, uh, have a removal spell, but when they don't like, you just get so much value. Yeah. So, um, again, like this was a, this was one of the cards I bought. They were 50 cents. I probably overpaid for them, but yeah, I, mean,
1: I think it's worth 50 cents yeah. at some point. It's going to do something.
0: Or, at the very least, like, it is a deck that I will, like, put together at some point and do something silly. Yeah. And that's all we're here for. We just want to have right. some fun.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep. The next one we have, we also talked about quite a bit, so we probably don't have to spend a ton of time on it here, is Kroxa and Kouranos. Three Mardu for a 6-6 six, six Elder Giant Dog. It has Vigilance, Menace, and Lifelink. And whenever Kroxa and Kurinos enters a battlefield or attacks, you may exile five cards from your graveyard when you do return target creature card from your graveyard to the battlefield. Um, so they get to escape.
0: Pretty mm-hmm. nice. This one at least pays you when it comes down. You still have to do work.
1: But it's yep. paying you on the way down. Um... I mean, like, like we said when we talked about it before, it, I don't know. It seemed like a pretty good uh, reanimation target mm-hmm. because it also reanimates something else. Yeah, and if your reanimation spell gives haste, like some of them do, mm-hmm. it gets to reanimate twice.
0: Yeah, you gotta have a lot of cards be... in your graveyard. But like, if you're sure. playing like a like a self mill kind of reanimation mm-hmm. deck, like oh gosh, what is the oh, I just. Diagraph rebirth that has flashback, mm-hmm. or I guess in older for- formats, on burial rites mm-hmm. where, like, you're just like, I'm gonna mill myself super hard, my reanimation spell is gonna go in my graveyard, and then boom, I'll get two things. Yep, like that seems fine. Yep,
1: and it's just a six six, it is with a uh, vigilance, menaces, lifeling, yeah, Men- like, menaces. I
0: have stabilized the battlefield. I have a 6-6. Six, six. Please don't yeah. kill it with your show <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
1: All right. The next one we have is Quintorius Loremaster. Uh, a 3 red-white for a 3-5 elephant cleric with vigilance. At the beginning of your end step, exile target non-creature, non-land card from your graveyard. Create a 3-2 red and white spirit creature token. And you can pay 1 red, white, and tap it. Sacrifice a spirit. Choose target card. Exiled with Quintorius. You may cast that card this turn without paying its mana cost. If that spell would be put into a graveyard, put it on the bottom of its owner's library instead. Um, Yeah. So This one was a listener request. I'm not not 100% sure what you're supposed to do with it.
0: I played it. In limited,
3: mm-hmm.
0: and it felt good but slow. Yeah. Right, like the fact that you have to like tap it to be able to cast a spell. Like right. if you could just if you could get to eight mana and just like play it, mm-hmm. and then cast the spell on your end step, like that would be fine. But there's so many spots where it can like die. Yeah. Before well, you I mean, get anything. So it's. Yeah, but like you, you play it. They kill it before you get your spirit, okay, yeah. you play it, they kill it after you get your spirit, like with sorcery speed removal
3: mm-hmm.
0: okay now I can't use my uh uh my exiled card I got a three two out of the deal,
1: but like that wasn't worth five mana would uh like what kind of giant things can we cheat out with this like is um, there anything like omniscience level that we can do here a non-land
0: card well there's that uh black card behold the something uh behold the something i think no maybe it's not that the the five black black that everyone mills 10 cards and then you get to put a creature a planeswalker from each graveyard on the battlefield oh, yeah it's like yeah five black black um there's also um Is this like a sneaky
1: turns card?
0: Oh gosh. Like every turn you just get another take an extra a turn spot
1: and another turn, yeah. Gross. It could
0: be. Um what's the other what is uh oh, was it one with the multiverse? Mhm. Uh that is like uh bad omniscience yeah like that would be a good thing to get do we have any like extra turn spells uh i mean time
1: warps on arena it's like a historic card but is it banned i don't think so um
0: yeah you might i don't i don't know i feel like it just like fell off the face of the earth Um, I guess we only have Alchemist Gambit. Which is a six mana extra turn spell.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't care how much they cost, because you're cheating it.
0: Yeah, but, well, it's three mana, and then you lose the game, and you cleave it. Uh, So I think you would, like, just lose the game. I don't think you'd have the ability to cleave it.
1: Yeah. That's true.
0: Um... Yeah, I don't... uh... It is banned in his uh, time warp. Is banned in historic. Okay, I forget what. Oh, cleave
1: okay. is an additional cost, though, right? You could still cleave.
0: Oh, you probably could, right? Uh, no, you may cast it for its cleave cost, and this Uh-oh. is you may cast without paying its mana value, mana cost. Yeah, all right, so like you just don't get to, and it would be nine yeah. mana.
1: Yeah,
0: um. Yeah, I don't know if there are any like extra turn spells that uh are illegal on arena. Uh look at Explorer here. Elrond's Epiphany. Mm-hmm. Carn Carn temporal sundering. Oh, yeah, I mean that works. And this dude's a legend. Yep. Uh Like, those are the only two that, like, don't kill you.
1: Well, maybe we'll have to wait until something else gets on Arena. Yeah. I think it's too slow for older formats. I think so. It might be some fun jank for Arena. I really can't think of anything else, like, broken that you're going to do with it. No. I think it's too slow to do anything not... I mean, it's probably too slow to do broken things, but I I think it's also too slow to do unbroken things. Mm Mm-hmm. Agreed. So, moving on, we have Zemoan and Dina, Saltai for a 3-4 human dryad. Whenever you draw your second card each turn, target opponent loses two life and you gain two life. Tap, sacrifice another creature, draw a card. You may put a land card from your hand onto the battlefield tapped. If you control eight or more lands, repeat this process once. The greatest Saltai Tiny Leaders Commander. Ever. Well that I mean that's saying something because at the time of Tiny Tiny Leaders there was no Saltai Tiny Leaders commander. This is true. It generic but I
0: am I putting I think I might be putting this as like a commander above what's his name? The the three three Saltai guy that like you can't draw an extra card if you're targeted, you draw a card. Leovold? Leopold there you go. Probably a better commander than Leovold. I would love to tiny leaders and people out with this thing. That is not a format. Um, only
1: tiny leaders still existed.
0: Only we still had tiny leaders. Like, this seems bonkers if you like ever get to untap with it.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. Like you have some way to have fodder. Doesn't matter what, like it's black and green. There's a million things that like die into a one, one.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean the, uh, sedge which sedge more witch oh yeah when he recast a spell yeah makes a one one
0: uh blister pod yeah,
1: yeah tons of ways to make make dudes
0: yeah like this card seems super powerful but again it's in that like
1: weird area of mid-range doesn't doesn't exist and this mid- is like the yeah. mid range card that ever mid-ranged
0: yeah i mean uh Tyvar doesn't make bodies, but Tyvar right. does give this haste. does. And yep. lets you untap it. Mm-hmm. So you could like Tyvar, then the next turn play this. Mm-hmm. Like sack a creature, do the whole do thing, it untap it, do it again. Like that would be a heck yep. of a turn. Yep. I don't know if that's good enough for turn four. Like, ramp twice, draw two cards, uh, yeah. gain four life, your opponent loses four life.
1: Well, it's only triggers once when you draw your second card oh, each turn. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Okay.
0: So, they uh, gain two, lose two. Like, I I don't know if that's good enough, but it, like, it feels like it should be. Yeah. Like... I don't know. If you, so, other than Arachno's Sack and even recto is kind of on the way out of this modern magic is not about like nickel and diming. Right. Right. It's about like big swingy things that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and like it's still, there's still that like engine element, but the engines do more than this now. Yeah. Way more. Right. So like this is an engine kind of undo itself but I don't know if it has, like, enough oomph to, like, get over the
1: hump. Yeah, I don't think it does. But, I'll, like... Uh, I mean, it's an interesting card, and I'll probably build a uh, brawl deck around it at some oh, point. Yeah. But I don't I don't think it's uh, competitive enough, unfortunately. Hey, but if it's
0: not competitive enough, that means you get to uh, not play Golos. Or do we ban Golos? No, Golos is still around. Yeah, I think Golos
1: is still around. But, yeah, you don't have to play Golos. Oh, and Brawl, yeah, you, you are correct.
0: Yeah, you, you get to, you're get you out of the Golos
1: bracket. <laughs> well, no, I, I meant competitive enough for, like, constructed, like, actually oh, yeah. constructed. Play. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We have moved out of multicolored. We are now moving into the singular artifact we're going to talk about. Ooh. Halo Hopper. Hey, buddy. So this, three mana, three, two frog with Convoke. And that's this, it. this is definitely like a play
0: on Frogmite.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so, free creatures are good. Yes. Full stop.
1: Um. Uh, free artifacts are good. Yes. This is true. This is both. I don't
0: know if it's good enough. Again, like, like, where frog Bite was good if you had like two in your hands so you could just like bonk bonk mm-hmm. i don't know if we can uh bonk bonk hard enough like you, you, you like maybe can play one of these and like a free 2-2 used to be like a thing like it doesn't feel like as much of a thing now yeah. so like a free 3-2 like does that really move the needle Right, I mean, it can't yeah. be, like, it can't be, like, a three-mana 3-3 three, three with Convoke, right? Right. Um, and, like, you, like, with Frogmite, you could, like, attack with your creatures when you played it.
3: Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, and
0: this you can't. This you can't. Like, you're tapping them, and, like, is it that big of a... Now, <clears throat> well, granted, like, if your turn three is, like, Halo Hopper with lands... And then tap your two other creatures in your Halo Hopper to play another Halo Hopper. Maybe you're far enough ahead.
1: Yeah, I mean I don't know that I don't know that you're looking to seriously play Halo Hopper in like standard or explorer or anything. Mm -hmm. Um but it might be interested in Popper or like Cube. This is again it is a good cube cube card. card. Yeah.
0: Right, it does something different than like frogmite and like a pile of affinity cards. Like it would go into yeah. more decks, and yeah. still be like that free body. It okay. lets you
1: tap your uh, dwarf pilot guy.
0: Oh yeah, it does. Yeah. And the thing that it like put the counter yeah. on, boom. There's yeah. your there's your like faithless rummaging. That's right. Build
1: your own. There you go.
0: Okay, I can get behind yeah. some.
1: Interesting utility card here. There's not a whole lot that does what it does. All right, moving on to double-faced cards. All right, first up, we have Invasion of Gobicon. One and a white for a three. What do we call these counters? Defense. Three siege. Three defense defense counters. At When Invasion of Gobicon ETBs. Look at target opponent's hand. You may exile a non-land card for it. For as long as that card remains exiled, its owner may p- play it, and it costs two more. So it's uh, Elite Spellbinder.
0: Or it's like Bad Thought Seas, It's like Transgress the Mind, but in white to some degree. Well,
1: it's I mean, it's Elite Spellbinder, right? Yeah. Isn't that just what Elite Spellbinder does?
0: Yeah. Well, I was just thinking more like you could like play it on two, buy yourself time, kind of like you would like a discard spell where like elite spellbinder is like that plus like smash face. Mm -hmm. This is like, could you see this? Like, again, if you're playing mono white humans against like blue white control, Mm -hmm. right? Like, don't you just like sideboard four of these in and you just kind of like, okay, between Thalia and Redain,
1: yeah, whatever I'm going to cast next is going to resolve.
0: Yeah, well, that and, like, you can't Supreme Verdict me. Right. Right, because I'm going to, like, Thalia, and then I'll do this on three, maybe, get your Supreme Verdict. Now your Supreme Verdict costs seven. Yeah. Right, and now I'm just going to, like, chip away with my Thalia, maybe. Like, what's the backside of this? Is this the... give everything I have no cra-
1: idea. Let's find out. Uh, it's a light the Shield Array. Uh, at the beginning of your end step, put a plus one, plus one counter on each creature that attacked this turn. And then you can sacrifice it to have creatures you control gain Hexproof and Indestructible till end of turn.
0: Yeah, so... I mean,
1: that's no joke.
0: Yeah, again, like, if you're the white go wide deck, all
1: you want is a, uh, a way to not get Wrathed. I mean, I don't even think you need to be necessarily a go wide deck if you're like a white Texas like y style mm-hmm. deck. Like this is just a three turn clock. Yeah, I mean, like, imagine three, three creatures makes this a three turn clock.
0: Yeah, but imagine like again, like you're like you have this, Thalia and Redane, and Elite Spellbinder, mm-hmm. and Anointed Peacekeeper, mm-hmm. right? And you're just like. I'm just not going to let you cast any of your wraths. Right. And I'm going to go, like, some stupid 1-mana 2-1 into Thalia or this. hmm And then everything I play on 3 makes it so you can't cast spells. Right. And I'm just going to, like, 4-you, then 7-you, then 7-you, and you're going to die. Yep. Right? Yeah, like, this... And, like, again, if this is your, like, stupid 2-mana... If this is your, like, you play your 2-1, then you play this, and you attack you attack it. You, like, play a 3-drop and then attack this the following turn. Mm-hmm. Now you have a 3-2, and now you're, like, 6-U. You. Then you get, like, what? Then you get to 8 them the following turn or something? Yep. Right? They're dead on turn 5?
1: Yeah, and even if they somehow drew a wrath that you didn't get rid of, like... This yeah. is also protection. Yeah, like, you
0: just have, oh gosh, heroic intervention. Yep. Like, for free. For for, for the best kind of heroic intervention. Yeah. yeah, it's on the board, but you can't do anything about it. Like, I'm not countering... It's counter- almost worse. Yeah, I'm not countering your supreme verdict. I'm just right. making it so you can't... It doesn't do anything. Now, yeah. the downside to this is Farewell and Sunfall.
1: Well, hopefully you can tag one of them with your yeah, taxes. Yeah, hopefully.
0: Hopefully, yeah. Like, your redane or your Thalia yeah. just makes it cost one more mana to buy you that extra turn. Yeah. But, yeah, like, this seems super powerful. And, like, right. just as, like, a sideboard option, right? You're playing, like, ossifications. And yeah. you play against, like, blue-white. And you're just like, well, I don't need the ossifications. What I do need... Are these like bad transgress the minds? Excellent.
1: Yep. Next up, card that's making waves. Making waves, doing things. Yeah. This we is Rona. Rona. Oh
0: God. Rona Herald of Invasion, one in the blue for a one three human wizard. Mm-hmm. Uh, whenever you cast a legendary spell, untap Rona Herald of Invasion. It has tap, draw a card, then discard a card. And it has five and a black transform uh, Rona, activate only as a sorcery. Oh, sorry. Five and a Phyrexian black. Yeah. Uh, the front side is what all the hype is about. Yeah. So,
1: I don't... Like, the back side's probably not worth anything, right? The back side is like your fail
0: case. I've made yeah. infinite mana. And now I don't have anything to do with it. Yeah. Um, so rona retraction helix and mox amber makes infinite mana Mm -hmm. because every time you cast uh mox amber you get to untap rona and then if you've targeted rona with retraction helix you get to bounce um the mox amber and you just get to do this in a loop um so it is a three card combo suck um but uh Todd Anderson has been working on it. I've posted a couple of his videos in Discord since I was like telling people like, hey, Rona's is still pretty cheap right now. Like if you want to get in before yeah. they like work their way up. And they've gone up from like a dollar to like two dollars in the last day. Um, the deck seems relatively consistent and it is a combo deck that gets to play like a real game of Magic. And then just combo- It's also a
1: combo deck that's not super like reliant on the graveyard.
0: Yeah, like it and the the way Todd Anderson had it built as of the video he posted Monday, there's like four or five different ways to win the game once you have hit like I can make a bunch of mana. Mm-hmm. Right. You could get a Karn and then uh Aetherflux reservoir someone. Yep. You can uh you can make like infinite black and green mana and then start bouncing your Tyvar if you have a Tyvar in play mm-hmm. and just down ticket over and over and over again to mill yourself out. And then he was using the reality chip to then cast the top of your deck. You could also mill yourself out if you played like a single Thassa's Oracle. And have Tyvar right. also be like your enabler and your win
1: con. Cause, like, yeah, I mean, you're, I guess you're a little bit reliant on the graveyard then, though. It,
0: if you're doing that, but then you still have yeah. the Karn plan.
1: Yeah. And you have a well, Tyvar. I mean, you plan. probably don't do both, though, do you?
0: Well, the deck plays Tyvar because it gives your Rona haste. So you could go turn three Tyvar, uh, turn okay. four, win the game. It also, like, if you play your Rona on three and then you play Tyvar. Right, and they say they killed your Rona on yeah. on two. You just Tyvar down tick, get it back, play a Mox Amber, yeah. and win the game. Um, and so like you can like car. You can have like the Karn plan. You have the Tyvar plan. He also had in there uh, Kinnon, Bonder Prodigy, mm-hmm. uh, to. Generate infinite mana and then just spin Kinnon, over and over and over, to Makes like sense. cast your deck. And he also had a reality chip, because now you can play the entire top of your library, and whenever you hit something you can't cash, you just spin with Kinnon, mm-hmm. and play your whole deck, and uh, then you can win with um, by hitting a Karn eventually. Yeah. Uh, it also had Micromancer to go get your Attraction Helix or to get uh, Epiphany at the Drown Yard.
1: Epiphany at the Drown Yard, what's that one?
0: It is, ek- it is X in blue for, I think, an instant. It might be a sorcery where you get to put X plus one cards into two piles and your opponent picks a pile. So you get to draw half of your deck. And then you Mm -hmm. stack the piles that regardless of what pile you're given, you win the game with infinite mana. Yeah. So, uh, it's still early, but this kind of seems good enough. And like, he doesn't have, um, what is he called? He doesn't have Thassa's Oracle because he wants to play Jagantha. But like, I can see just being like, no, I'm going to just play uh, 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 Thassa's Oracle, because it like makes this other kill way cleaner. If I like have to do the Tyvar thing, right? And like you know, game one you like Tyvar, Tyvar kill, and they bring yeah. in graveyard hate, and then game two you're just like Karn, go sure. get, Aetherworks, uh, Aetherflux, Aetherflux Reservoir, yeah, yeah. Also had a Paradox engine in the side. Because mm-hmm. that's like a backup Retraction Helix
3: Yeah
0: uh, So like there's a lot of like weird Moving parts where like you could just like Karn and then like Paradox Engine And then win the game that way with Retraction Helix And Mox Amber Or yeah. get a Tormod's Crypt And bounce that repeatedly
1: Yeah Are there? Is there any reason to play like Emery? Um There's not I think a Emery t- would play well with Tyvar right? You it would mocks, then you can...
0: But there aren't that many artifacts. Yeah.
1: Right? There's
0: just... Um, there's just mocks. Um, again, this was a second kind of try at the deck. I did like... He had Oath of Nissa. Mm-hmm. And if you have a bunch of green... that lets you
1: play, man- mana for your it like you play generic mana for your karn. It says
0: you play generic mana for your karn. It also lets you play... Blue, blue, blue for your Tyvar. Yeah. Um, but let's say you had um, Rona Retraction Helix, right? But no mocks.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, you can you can play your Oath of Nyssa for every green mana you have on the battlefield. Because it's a legend, it untaps Rona. Oh, okay. So you could, like, if you have, like, five green mana, you can just draw five cards off of your... Yeah. And, you know, put together your Karn and your Tyvar and all the other stuff that you need. And it's like, okay, next turn I can use the Micromancer that I got. Because I went 15 cards deep in my deck. So, I don't know if it's what it's supposed to be yet as a deck. But, like, Rona just seems to be, like, like the Retraction Helix Rona Mox Amber thing just seems perhaps good enough. Mm Mm-hmm. And if you can just make it a little more consistent, I think it'll be fine.
1: I kind of wish Retraction Helix was on Arena.
0: Yeah, no, I I looked. I would totally, like, that would be a deck I'd be playing right now. I'd be like, oh, yeah, let's mess with this and see if it works. Yeah. Right? Like, these are the kind of things where, like, if they see this deck pop up, they should just, like, Retraction Helix should, like, magically appear on Arena. Yeah. Yeah. Right, like, hey, the only card that's missing from this is Retraction Helix, here. Yeah, you guys get to do this now. Right, as opposed to like, you'll get Retraction Helix in two thousand twenty-seven.
1: Yeah, I mean, even if you just like put it on the client and said, here, burn some wild cards, like, you're gonna burn wild cards on the Retraction Helixes and then burn them on the rest of the deck. Mm-hmm. So
0: absolutely. Uh now Rona does have a backside. Which is, she's a 5-5 five, five with Trample. And when you, ever she takes damage, you, uh, the opponent exiles a card from their hand at random, right? At random, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you can play that card without paying its mana cost. So you can play lands, you can play spells. Yep. Um, so in the earlier version, the first one I posted in Discord that he uh, had up of this deck There were times where you'd be like, I have infinite mana. I guess I'm just going to play a Jagantha and flip my Rona, and Mm -hmm. that'll be my turn. I'll just put 10 power on board. And now it seems like he has better ways to kill. But it'll be interesting to see, like, when the machine gets a hold of this and, like, kind of smooths it out. See what happens. Yeah, but if you have, like, Mox Amber's which have gotten significantly cheaper, we found out over the last few months. But if you have Mox Ambers, and like this is a deck that might interest you, like the Ronas are relatively cheap now, and this is like the point to probably jump in. Because yeah. like you could it could be a situation where it like goes up in value to become
1: know. Fable of the Mirror Breaker.
0: I don't know if this going to be that good enough. you are going to be doing this in Legacy and Vintage, but
1: oh, I just meant it's going to be a Twenty dollar rare.
0: Yeah, but like the twenty dollar rares are the ones that like see play like super far back, right? Like yeah, Ledger Shredder, Unlicensed Hearst, and Fable all see play in like Legacy. Yeah, and like every format in between, like those are the ones that like get away from you. Yeah, but so, all yeah. right,
1: we still got a whole bunch of cards to get through.
0: All right, let's go. We're an hour and twenty eight in.
1: Yeah, uh, we we got. Like twenty cards to go.
0: Oh my god! <laughs> so invasion, uh, invasion of
1: Tarkir. Of Tarkir. One in a red for five defense battle. When it atbs, reveal any number of dragons from your hand. When you do, it deals x plus two damage to any other target, where x is the number of cards revealed this way. X um, can be zero. So sorcery speed deal two.
0: Fine. Is that Magma Jet? Yeah, Magma Jet. No, Magma Jet was an instant, and it had, like, a scry attached to it. Yeah. But, like, that's fine. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're, like, in Standard or Explorer slash Pioneer, and you're like, I like me some dragons, and I cannot lie, like, this becomes, like, a much better, like, two-mana deal four. Yeah. Is really good. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, if you're playing a bunch of changelings, Mm -hmm. then it's just two mana deal as much two mana deal two plus as many changelings are in your hand. (laughs) Uh, I was uh, liking the idea of you may have remembered um, Legacy Dwarf Insects. Insects? Yeah. Now it can be Legacy Dwarf Insect Dragons dragons yeah so for those who didn't know it was magda wanted you to have dwarves grist wants you to have insects Insects. so you play changelings which are all of them right and so like invasion of tarkir wanted you to have dragons and now it's just like two mana deal five and it goes to any target so you can dome someone for five for two mana that is correct. Which is very good. Pretty decent. Yeah, you can also a... dome the
1: second one. Like play the first yep. one, then dome the other one. Yep. Uh, backside is Defiant Thunder Maw. Uh, 4 4 Flying Trample. Whenever a dragon you control attacks, it deals two damage to any target. I
0: mean, that is very good. Yeah. Right, like it attacks for six by itself. Mm-hmm. And yep. then. All of your changeling outcasts also kill too. <laughs> that is true. Um, oh
1: yeah, you could just kill somebody.
0: Yeah, like this is, I'll go, like, if you're if you're all dragons or like you know again like your changelings, this is just super
1: hellrider. Um, I mean, you could also like play one of these, and then play another one, mm-hmm. and show a dragon to kill the first one. You have to show a couple dragons. Your changelings. Yeah. Well
0: yeah. Yeah, but like if you're like changeling outcast, dome you for five with the first one, dome yep. you for dome it for five, attack with my changeling outcast, you take uh you take Watch. three and yeah. then the next turn just kill you.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm I'm here for it. Yeah. Pretty cool. Next one is uh, Kenra Spell or Spell Spear. Mm-hmm. One in a red for a two-two Jackal Warrior with Trample and Prowess, and you can flip it for three in a Phyrexian blue. Now the front side's not that exciting. What's the nah. back side do? A lot. It is Trample Ward Prowess Prowess Ward two,
3: yeah.
0: War um, two, yeah. Ward Like the front side's not embarrassing.
1: Right? is it it's yeah, a two, I mean, nothing it's, to write home about either.
0: The trample prowess is fine. Yeah. Right. Like the backside can just get him dead. Mm-hmm. Um. So Cedric on their podcast was talking about like, oh, you could like lava dart something, like sack a mm-hmm. land and lava dart it, and like you're attacking for, uh, like you've dealt one and you're attacking for six. Mutagenic growth. Oh yeah, that's gross. You're just like, fl- if it flips, it has Ward two. It's probably living. Mhm. And then you're just like, YOLO. I'm gonna just like it tramples. Yeah, like I'm um, get in there, buddy. Gut shot mut- uh, mutagenic growth. Mutagenic growth. Bash you dead. Yep. Yeah. It's like. A oh gosh. A scale up. <laughs> <laughs> Skit God. Uh but it is oh gosh, what is this ca- called? The uh the one two that like it's plus three plus oh.
1: Kilnfiend. Oh, um yeah, kiln fiend.
0: Right? It's like a f- Kiln fiend that you don't have to worry about going all in on. Right, because it has ward too, it like kind of protects uh, itself a little the bit.
1: Kiln, kiln Fiend doesn't trample though, right? No,
0: like it's like a better kiln Fiend that like protects yeah. itself. It doesn't get as big. Kiln fiend is plus three plus zero, oh, but you don't yeah. have to give this trample. It already has trample, right? Um, and there are like mono red prowess decks where you like have like swift spear and uh what's his name uh soul scar mage like then you play this like the deck that just plays like all like warlords furies and uh other things are like yeah give your give your creatures haste give your creatures first strike draw a card it's like okay yeah like this guy just loves that Mm -hmm. and even before it flips it's like fine right like if you want to go like one two and then not flip it and just cast like three cantrips, attack right. for five with it and like four with your other your one mana prowess creature. That is
1: perfectly fine.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: All right, what do we got next? We have Urabrask, yeah, two red know. red for a four four Phyrexian Praetor with first strike. Whenever you cast an instant or a sorcery spell, Urabrask deals one damage to target opponent. Add red. And then you can pay red, exile Urobrask, then return it to the battlefield transformed under its owner's control. Activate only as a sorcery and only if you've cast three or more instant or sorcery spells this turn.
0: Okay. Um, I know this card has a backside that is ridiculous, mm-hmm. but this is... Imagine if Bergy also killed your opponent. Yeah. Right, like there are mono red storm decks in Legacy that are built around like I need to have Bergy on the battlefield. This is more burgies that also have a grape shot attached to them. Mm-hmm. Right, or you're just snipe. or yeah, gutter snipe, but it's a gutter yeah. snipe that gives you mana. Right, right. So again, all of those like one mana red like draw card. Do something you don't care about. Yep. There's also deal one damage. Yep. And then, you know, if the wheels fall off, you can just pay the one mana, flip it over, and you get like three extra damage and a bunch of other stuff.
1: Yeah, it's a saga on the backside. The first chapter is The Great Work deals three damage to target opponent and each creature they control. Chapter two is make three treasure tokens. Chapter three is until end of turn, you may cast instant and sorcery spells from your graveyard. If a spell cast this way would be put in your graveyard, exile it instead, and then you transform this back to Urobrask. So, if somehow
0: you made it three turns after you went ham with your Ur-brask, right? you just win the game. Because all the stuff you cast is there for you to cast a bunch more right. and get a whole bunch more triggers. But like in Explorer slash like Pioneer could there be like a Runaway Steamkin bergie Arabrask kind of deck? Maybe. I know that we also had a, whatever his name was Grim... What is it? The, the elemental the grinning Ignis. There we go. Mm-hmm. Right. That I like, kind of went like nuts with Bergy. Does yeah. um, Urbresca see instant or sorceries only? Yes. Okay. Yep. So like instant you can't like does it also work with grinning Ignis? But no. like you just like have these three cards that are just gonna generate you mana, like yep. two of which uh, generate you mana immediately, and one and. Uh, runaway Steam can that, like, you have to like string some spells together before you get your mana. But, like, yeah. that just seems nutty, right? Yeah. Where, you, like, you resolve this and you can just win the game on the spot. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I have five mana. I'm going to play this Urubrask. I'm going to just draw through my deck. Or, like, God help you if your opponent goes, like, Bergy and then plays Urubrask, gets a one mana from Bergy
3: Mm-hmm.
0: is done right you're just like they're gonna just generate mana and draw cards forever right and we have um two one in the red exile two cards in the format mm-hmm. right yep. rends whatever whatever yep. from this set and then uh reckless impulse
3: mm-hmm.
0: right so like you just play those two and then you're just like well I'm just going to run through spells. Find something to do. Yeah, until I kill you. Yep. So, and, like, you only have to get them to three, because then you just pay a red, and you have a lightning bolt. And you flip it, yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm in inter- like, it seems like we've talked a lot about, like, well, this deck's kind of good, but it needs, like, additional copies of the effect it's built around. Mm-hmm. Right, this is just four more burgies for the deck that doesn't do anything unless there's a burgie out.
1: Yeah, like you said though, it's also the payoff is built in. Mhm. Right, like you it's, don't have to dig as deep. Yeah, it's just like I just have to keep stringing spells together.
0: And yeah. like the uh right, like in older formats like light up the stage is one mana after you cast your first spell with Brask. right? You're mm-hmm. just going to get so deep. Right, right. Like, uh, like, up the stage wasn't good with Bergie, or as good. Right. This is just like, oh no, it's fine. You will have yep. spectacle
1: now. <laughs> We're gonna make it happen.
0: Yeah.
1: All right. Next up, we have Invasion of Ikoria X Green Green, six Defense Battle. When at ETBs, search your library and or graveyard for a non-human creature card with mana value X or less. Put it onto the battlefield. If you search your library, this way shuffle. Um, so this is Finale of Devastation
0: without yes. the like uh, x equals ten clause. Right. This without is already barrier. one of the most expensive cards in the set. Is it? Yeah, I think it's like ten dollars for a rare, maybe, which is a lot in like the current like world of rares. Yeah. i want to like look real quick. I mean, um, this is
1: only a mana away from green suns. Yeah, which I mean, it is a big deal, but uh, it does
0: have the, um, uh, like the non-human
1: uh, rider. But that's not the end of the road. Well, I mean, what humans are you getting with green suns?
0: Oh, I don't know. Like, it's just a limit as, uh, like vizier of remedies. Yeah. Oh, okay uh or well you, like you weren't
1: getting vizier remedies with green sun anyway
0: well you could get it with finale devastation yeah, yeah in modern right so like there is a little bit of a of a downside with the non-human clause but otherwise it is like it is just like finale that was like a 50 dollar card mm-hmm. or something absurd maybe not 50 but it was expensive I know I no longer own any of them because it was yeah, so expensive.
1: I, I, I think it's still expensive.
0: Um, so right now, right now it's thirteen dollars. Okay. For a rare, like I think it's one of the most expensive rares in the set. So uh, you've heard what the joke
1: is, right, with this one? No, what's that?
0: You get a uh, vampire
1: hexmage. Oh. And then just flip it. Mm-hmm. And he flip-, flip it. Flip into into, an 8-8. Yeah, 8-8 with reach. And for each non-human creature you control, you may have that creature assign its combat damage as though it weren't blocked. So it turns everything you control into a thorn
0: elemental. Yep. Now, uh, the downside is, is what is the mana value of this creature? Two. Two. So it gets fatal pushed. It gets prismatic ending. Yeah. Right, so you're like, four mana, get my Vampire Hex Mage, kill the, uh, f- flip my battle, and then they're just like, Fatal Push
1: it? And yeah, you're like, I guess oh. uh, that's probably worth noting, I'm not sure if everybody knows that or not. The uh, mana value of the back side of a double face card uh, is the mana value of the front face. Yeah. Change that in Shadows, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Um...
0: Yeah, so, like, yeah, that's cute. That's kind of like mini dark depths combo. Kind of mini dark depths combo, yeah, yeah. When your opponent is at for somehow forty two, you gotta attack him (laughs) three times. You gotta attack him three times with your with your with your twenty twenty. Yeah, like I could see that being good. I could also just you know with it being thirteen dollars right now, right? Like that is a reflection of like if you're if you're playing, well, if you're playing commander, right again, like that's what drives the value of cards these days, right? Finale of devastation was 30 bucks or whatever, because it was a tutor in your green deck. Mm -hmm. This is a tutor in your green deck. Yeah. Right. Court of calling has been an expensive card because it's a quarter and a tutor in your green deck. Same with green sun. Yeah. Right. So this is just another tutor for your green deck. So like, it's just going to have utility there. And then if you do get to do something cute, like hex mage it, like cool, mm-hmm. uh, get a hex mage and then like kill their planeswalker. Ha!
1: Done that before. Not as fun. Um, oh, I guess they eroded them. So they're not humans anymore. Right. What? The infect creatures like bladed agent.
0: Uh, yeah, I think they are, they are Phyrexians now. Yeah okay, I think.
1: Uh, I mean, it might. I guess bladed agent. You're not gonna block a bladed agent anyway, so it doesn't matter. So never mind. It is a. Oh no, he's still a human.
0: He's a phyrexian human rogue. Okay. Even though he looks like a bird. <laughs> <laughs> What's the art direction? Make a birdman. <laughs> bird birdman. Birdman. Birdman uh all right yeah so it seems good like it's gonna go get things for you like again it's more tutors slow tutors Mm -hmm. but more tutors i don't know how it would work in like i don't think there's a deck in pioneer right now that like is like man i wish i had finale devastation like five through eight
1: yeah you're just gonna run more finales if you yeah if you want a finale well, moving on then. We have Invasion of Chandelar. Three green green, four defense. When Invasion of Chandelar ETBs return up to three target permanent cards from your graveyard to your hand. Um
0: right.
1: Not that I think this is, like, super impactful. I mean, obviously, that's a lot of gas. Five mana draw, three, kind of. Um mm-hmm. But do you remember... Um, Oh, shoot. What was the name of that card? The green one from Shadows? Seasons Past. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is, like, kind of Seasons
0: Past. I I won a draft Seasons Past thing very recently. Yeah? Yeah, it was good. I like um, Seasons Past. I played that deck.
1: <laughs> yeah. I went to time with that deck. <laughs> I did not go to time with that deck, thank you very much. Okay, I did. I was I was a competent pilot. I was not. Um. So,
0: like, yeah, getting three things is great. Um. Uh, again, like, again, the the like, what deck does this go in? I have no idea. No, no idea, right? But it is just like three mana draw three, a plus, or five mana draw three, a plus, or draw draw the best three cards out of your graveyard. And then the backside is an enchantment called Leyline Surge. And at the beginning of your upkeep, you may put a permanent card from your hand onto the battlefield.
1: Hmm. Hmm. Um that seems pretty decent.
0: Yeah. Uh Atraxa, Yeah. a tally the big dumb dinosaur. Yeah. Um you also like have render inert to just flip this thing. Mm-hmm right like don't even need to attack it just like murderate it and call
1: it good yeah, uh, yeah, it's eight mana but
0: yeah i mean there's also like on the installment plan there's also yeah. um yep. the red battle that deals four to something
3: mm-hmm.
0: right like you know hey, you don't need a graveyard combo when you can just like put them all uh just put them all into play from your hand right Right, Like, oh, you have graveyard hate? That's cool. Uh, I'm going to omniscience this nerd into play. (laughs) Thank you. Well,
1: I mean, not quite omniscience. You're not casting it. but Fair,
0: you're not casting it, but still. Close, though. Bonk. Good enough. You don't get your emiracle triggers, but you get your ETB triggers.
1: Yep. Then we have Invasion of Zendikar. Three and a green, three defense battle. When it ETBs, you tutor two basic lands and put them into play. So, Explosive Veggies. Um,
0: yeah. I mean, that card has seen play. Mm-hmm. I am, uh, I thought about taking out Migration's Path, but that I didn't want to have one Sideways card in the cube. Uh,
1: so. <laughs> you always knew when somebody drew it, because they'd...
0: Yeah. Yeah. What's that uh, through? yeah, um... I mean, if you want vegetables, like this is like a better vegetables. Mm-hmm. It has the upside of like anything that blinks a permanent getting to trigger mm-hmm. it again. So like, I don't know how Invasion of Zendikar and Flicker Wisp get in the same deck, <laughs> or um, I guess Felidar Guardian doesn't do it because they laundry listed it, or it do they true. say or do they say permanent?
1: No, I think they laundry listed it uh or no maybe they didn't and that's why it was broken
0: yes I think it was they didn't yeah uh yep exile another target permanent you control return it yep. uh yep so fell at our guardian and again this holds for like any of the uh battles right that enter yep. and do something like Our ley line, uh, our invasion of uh, Chandelier. You can just like blink Mm -hmm. it and get a bunch of stuff back. But like, this is a way that you can get hugely up on mana.
1: Oh, yeah. Real quick.
0: Yeah. The backside is a 4 4 haste or a 4 3. 4 4 haste. 4
1: 4 vigilance haste. Mm -hmm. Um, As long as it's on the battlefield, it's also a land and you can tap it to add a mana of any color. So, I mean, it's a 4 4. With mm-hmm. vigilance and haste. Yeah, I don't know that you care about it being a land after you've got two lands. But
0: No, I guess if it were to resolve, it triggers all your landfall. Right, because it comes into play as a land. Oh, landfall. that's
1: right. You, yeah, and you cast it. Well, that's weird. You cast the land.
0: Yeah. So you cast it. It hits the battlefield. Yeah. It triggers your landfall. It's kind of like oh, what's his name? Ashaya. Oh, yeah, 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 okay. Right. When it hits the battlefield, it's a land. Yep. So it's not a land until it hits the battlefield. But when it hits right. the battlefield, it's going to trigger your landfall stuff. Yep. It it also will trigger a Risen Reef. This is true.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, and uh, three-color Omnath.
0: And four-color Omnath.
1: Oh, that's, yeah. And four-color Omnath.
0: It triggers all of them it's not five color five color guy is not about that life right um but yeah like uh again like if you're okay with having a sideways card in your cube like this is a like this could be a way to like put an extra dimension into your cube where
1: like now we have battles involved yeah it's also just like the unique explosive vegetation variant
0: yes See, now that I said it's like, oh, there's a, there's a different thing, it's like maybe I should have it in the cube because it is a different thing than just like, <laughs> like it gives the green player something different to do. Yeah. And oh, it supports we'll see, the elemental al- archetype. Oh. Mm-hmm,
1: there you go. Oh, man, so many things. We'll have to see if it ends up in the cube. We'll have to see. Moving on. This is uh, Brian's child. <laughs> see what it did there? Brian's yes. child. Yes. Uh, invasion of Alara. Wooburg. Seven defense. When it ETBs, exile cards from the top of your library until you exile two non-land cards with mana value four or less. You may cast one of them without paying its mana cost. Put the other one in your hand. Um, So it is both good and
0: bad to put in off of fires of invention. Mm-hmm. Right? Like uh, the fact that you cast a spell counts as your second fire spell, so you don't get to use, right. like, double mana. Um, this is also great with a Ren mm-hmm. or um, a Juicy J, a gigantha. Yep. Right? Um, so the fact that you get to, like, pay five mana Cascade and draw a card is pretty good. Mm-hmm. You also get to do the... This isn't Cascade though. So um like do you get to cast um uh what's it called? Do you get to cast the backside of uh Valky?
1: Oh yeah, I think you do.
0: Because it 'cause that wording was specifically for Cascade, right? Yeah. Exile 2, like, you may cast one of those cards without paying its mana cost. So you're exiling it. Now it's no longer... It no longer cares about its mana value, right? Right. then you can cast the backside. So now it Mm -hmm. does the cascade shenanigans that we were doing with Valky. Yep. Uh, Before. At 5 mana as opposed to, like, on turn 1 with 2 spirit guides. But... Um... It still gets you that.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And, uh, Lord help you if it ever, f- help you if, the, if this thing ever flips. It's like yeah. the biggest cruel ultimatum ever. It's like
1: every ultimatum smushed together. Awaken the maelstrom. It's all colors a sorcery. Target player draws two cards. You may put an artifact from your hand onto the battlefield. Create a token that's a copy of a permanent you control. Distribute three plus one plus one counters among one, two, or three creatures you control. Or or I'm sorry, not or and destroy target permanent and opponent controls.
0: Um and they resolve in the order that they're written? Correct. So you can can you put the artifact in the play and then put count and then copy it? Yep. And then put counters on it? So
1: you're like. Cityscape you, leveler. You can draw it, put it in play,
0: copy, copy it, it,
1: put counters on it. Yeah.
0: Yep. And then blow up something of your opponents.
1: Yep. Um. And then if it's a cityscape leveler, you get to blow up something else of your opponents, right? A cityscape leveler is on cast.
0: Oh, okay. Yep. Um, You can bring the light for this. Yes, you can. Um,. Those are the two ways that, like, not that bring the like cheats it, but, yeah. like, uh, I guess one with the multiverse, you just get to bonk the, uh, the five-mana side into play. Mm-hmm. Now, you have to have some way to get rid of the counters. You need
1: some way to attack this down. Well, I mean, I, I don't think you can realistically rely on the backside as your win con. No, 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 no. But just like the front
0: side being five mana, cast a thing, draw a card. And there's a good chance that it's like, like since you get the pick, yeah, right? Like, there's a good chance that it gets to be like a three drop and a two drop when you get to cast the, the three yeah. drop. Or you hit Wasn't like...
1: Wasn't there a deck at one po- point in time that was playing like non-ironically Cascading Cataracts? Oh, yeah. Golos. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, Cascading Cataracts casts this. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, you just get to get it with Golos. Yep. Um, like, that's not bad. Like, you just, like, play, like, whatever, like, normal deck you're playing, and you, like, Golos for Cascading Cataracts. Mm -hmm. And then they have to kill your Golos. Right. And then when they do your, like, Shards of Alora, uh, Invasion of Alora. Yeah. Do I get to, do I get to go, like, get all my stuff? Mm Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, so, like, uh, this card's a buck. I don't know, like, that is probably what it needs to be, Mm -hmm. but it seems like it's more fun than a dollar. I don't know if it's good. (laughs) Maybe
1: not, but more fun than a dollar. Yes. All right, next up we have a cycle. Ooh. We have two cycles to talk about. Uh, okay. We have a cycle of hosers and a cycle of cyclers. Okay. What I, did there. I like cycle it. Of cyclers. Um, we're going to put them up on screen one at a time. I'll read them and we can kind of talk talk about them as a whole instead of okay. individual cards. <clears throat> Excuse me. So first up, we have Surge of Salvation. These are a cycle of color hosers. Uh, this is the white one. It's a white mana for an instant. You, and permanence you control, gain Hexproof until end of turn. Prevent all damage that black or red sources would deal to creatures you control this turn. So this is a Mardu hate card. It's a white card that hates on black and red. Yes. Then we have change the equation. One in the blue for an instant. And you get to choose one. Counter target spell with mana value 2 or less. Or counter target red or green spell with mana value 6 or less. So this is a teamer. Mm-hmm. These are all uh, that, like, color pairing or whatever. Yeah, a, the wedge. Yeah. Uh The black one is glistening deluge. One black black for a sorcery. Creatures get neg one, neg one till end of turn. And creatures that are green and or white get an additional neg two, neg two until end of turn. Mm-hmm. And we have Lithomantic Barrage of red mana for sorcery. This spell can't be countered. Lithomantic Barrage deals one damage to target creature, or planeswalker. If it deals five damage, if that creature is white or blue. And then the last one is Sandstalker Moloch, one green green for a four-two with flash when it ETBs. If an opponent casts a blue and or black spell this turn. Look at the top four cards of your library. You may reveal a permanent card from among them. Put it in your hand. Put the rest on the bottom of your library in a random order. So what do we think about this cycle of posers?
0: Um, Like, one of them really got there and is super powerful. Mm-hmm. Two are kind of eh. Yeah. And then two are good, not great. So... Yeah. I think change the equation. Like got there. I I had, I got a spell. I got a three drop, uh, green spell countered today. Main mm-hmm. deck game one, would change the equation, right? It's like a bad spell snare. Yeah, but then also has the upside of being like amazing against right. like two thirds of the format or forty yep. percent of the format but it's like never like quite dead. And we're in fable the mirror breakers being played in like every deck. Mm-hmm. Right? Like this is just just takes care of that. Yep. And also gets like their migloss or whatever. Uh so like I think this one is the one that is probably going to see the most play. What do you think about the red one? Um I've been really thinking about it and the fact that it's a sorcery really hurts it. Yeah, that's a bummer. Right? Like, this is the card I was like, in six months to a year, they're going to just make it an instant. Yeah, probably. Uh, Because, like, I like the fact that it deals one damage to anything. Right? So, like, that makes it something that if you're playing against mono green, you can bring it in to pick off elves.
1: Yeah. Right? Right? Or if you're main decking it, it's not dead against elves or whatever. Yeah.
0: And then, but against like blue and white is amazing. But Mm -hmm. like the, like, I played a lot of Fry. And the thing with Fry was it let you get a Teferi before they could untap. Mm -hmm. Right? They play their Teferi, they'd uptick, you kill the Teferi. Right. Uh, And oh gosh, what is the, the one from Dragons? rending not rending valley
1: rending valley is it rending
0: valley um one manic kills a grease fang before they get to bring the uh the artifact back right like this they play their grease fang you take 13 and then you kill their grease fang and then you die to the two angels yeah right so like the fact that it's a sorcery just makes it feel like it's not quite good enough yeah right Um, so like the instant goes a long way. And then the white one, um, the white one, uh, when I, when I made my triumphant return to the, uh, LGS, people were talking about how it might replace blacksmith skill and like hammer since it doesn't care. It doesn't care about the color for the hexproof right right so blacksmith's bill gave like an artifact or an equipped creature or something hexproof mm-hmm. this just gives everything hexproof and you yeah so it does the thing that you like you need it to do yeah. it is markedly worse thank goodness than veil of summer yes because yes it does, it does not draw you a card it does counter a thought seize, but it doesn't get to cryptic command so I think it'll be less good against, like, black-red for dealing with, like, thought seizes. Yeah. But, right, it is good against, like, everything else. Also, in older formats, right, let's say you uh, are about the Tendrils of Agony life. Mm-hmm. You've got to worry about Veil of Summer out of green decks, and yep. now this out of white decks? Like it just makes your life so much harder.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, so that is something to consider. So like I think, there it could like see play in older formats as like the, as like your your counterspell.
3: Hmm.
0: Um. In white. In white. <laughs> well, I mean, don't forget we get the white remand, uh, coming yeah. to uh, from hobbits and company. Yeah. Um, and then like. Did I lose a limited game to someone having two of that stupid black bad infest? I did. Oh really? Uh, I had a full board. I was gonna, I was gonna deck myself, but I had two tutus and another creature, and they cast two of these and It killed both my tutus, mm-hmm. and then got my uh, my other creature, and, uh, I. Could not kill them. I was like one damage short. <laughs> uh, it was great, um, but like I don't think this is good enough. No, I think I think it's bad. Right? Like witch's vengeance, kind of does the same thing,
3: mm-hmm.
0: um, but more consistently. Like you right. could bring it into more matchups. Um, like neg one, neg one for three is not good enough. No. Now, if you told me that um 70 percent of the meta was green and white decks, okay, maybe I could get behind it.
1: yeah, I, don't, I still don't even know if that's uh
0: good enough, right? And with like yeah. power creep, right like they play uh, the Valkyrie righteous Valkyrie. This doesn't do anything yeah. to righteous Valkyrie. Doesn't do anything right. to Bishop of Wings. Doesn't right. do anything to like hardly any of the creatures in that deck. Or the ones you care mm. about. Right? They play um true. Youthful Valkyrie and then they play Righteous Valkyrie and you can't you look at your card, you go, This does literal nothing. Yeah. Right? I'd rather have a ritual of soot here. Mm. So Well for sure. Yeah, I don't think it's like good enough at all. Like yeah. just the like if everything got neg two, neg two. And then, let's say everything got neg-2, two, neg-2, two, and then white and green creatures got an additional minus one, minus one.
1: That's a lot closer.
0: Then, like, yeah, like, you could bring it in against yeah. goblins, and then also, like, against humans, and it not be, like, a joke. But, like, you can't bring this in against, like, goblins. Yeah. So, yeah, I think if they switch the numbers, it might be closer to playable. But the way it is, it's probably not. Yep. And then, what was the last one? Oh, the, the, oh, the green one?
1: The green one, yeah. The yeah, green it's one just, just awful. Yeah, it's just awful. It's just not good. Um, then we have one more cycle to talk about real quick. I don't think we need to talk about... The, I don't even think I really need to read them. Okay. Um, this is the cycle of land cyclers. There's mm-hmm. uh, one for each color. plain cycling, island cycling, swamp cycling... Uh, mountain cycling, forest mm-hmm. cycling. So you pay two and discard it and then you get to tutor for, uh, um, a land of that type. doesn't yes. have to be basic. Mm-hmm. you can get a fetch land or whatever. Um, the reason I brought these up, we talked about them a little bit in pre-show for like limited context, but the reason I wanted to talk about these was for living end, mm-hmm. um, I don't know how much of a thing Living End is anymore. Last time I checked in, it was like Mono Blue. Um, Um,
0: uh, Brant Cook just last week posted a Living End video. I haven't had a chance to watch it, mm -hmm. uh, but it's kind of closer to what it used to be. Like it's no longer like as foretold shenanigans. It's it's closer with like uh, gosh, oh, what is it called, Chardless Agent? But you just have like the an extra cascade. like you don't have to play dread whatever it was. The red black cascade spell. Oh yeah yeah yeah, yep. Uh now you get to play like you get to be teamer. Mm-hmm. And it's just way better. Um but like the white one of these, the red one and the um green one are like not embarrassing. And even <laughs> the black one's not embarrassing. Yeah. Right? Um. So, like, Icoria kind of pushed two mana cyclers out of that deck. But at a the, living end. At a living end, right? There's a lot more, yeah. like, good one mana cyclers. But, like, these are all, like, pretty close. Like, if you wanted to tell me that you wanted to play, like, whatever the... Is it Alabaster Intercessor?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: As, like, uh, I'm just going to Alabaster Host Intercessor... Right. I'm gonna cycle this, get like, you know, a triome, play it, and then when I living end, I can eat whatever creature you put in your graveyard. Right. Like that's fine. Right? Like you have to cycle away a um um what's it called? Uh, a chupacabra basically, or a, a banisher priest, and then you just get it back and like take yeah. care of their problem, like that seems
1: perfectly fine. The uh, the red one's also hasty.
0: Yeah, uh, what was the? There something. used to be the uh, the one that cycled for red black that was like a three four, that was like mm-hmm. swinging the big ball that yeah. had haste, not nearly as big as a five five haste. Right. Yeah, but like you could like you know cycle 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 and then like fifteen your opponent. So, yeah, like these are all pretty good. Like. Also, like if you are a popper player, like Mm -hmm. these are not bad to, um,
1: um, late for dinner to get back Mm -hmm. or to like exhume. Yeah, you go get your land on the front end and then reanimate them.
0: Yeah. And like the black one's like a 7 7 with menace. It can be. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like Um... how do you, how do you like exhume? How like do you deal with that if it gets exhumed? Uh, yeah, right. It can be a seven-seven menace on like turn three in Popper. Like, yeah, I know we have some removal that can deal with that, but dear God, yeah, like that just like takes care of things. Yep. So, yeah, I think that is. They're all good. I think they're better than the other, like land cycling cards we had like from Oh yeah, Alora.
1: Mm-hmm. No, I think so as well.
0: So, yeah, these are all, they're going to see a place somewhere. Let it be Popper or like as a couple of in Living End.
1: I think they'll yeah, see somewhere. Yeah, I play. don't know if they're quite good enough for Living End. Yeah, they might not thought, be. Uh, with- we had some land cyclers, so I figured we'd talk about them. In that, I'd mention that context a little bit.
0: Yeah. All right. So, do we have a show? Is that everything? We're done. Oh, we made it. Made it only only a show. two only a 2 hour and 12 minute show. We did
1: it. Yeah, I'm feeling it too.
0: Yeah. So, uh with all that, I think I think we have a show that we survived. We survived. Um, let's wrap it up. If uh you want to reach out to us on social media, all of those links are in the description below. Uh, hopefully we didn't miss anything that you're like offended that we missed, but uh if you're offended, let us know. Yeah, let us know. Let us know like what 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 we should have talked
1: about yeah and th- three shows worth of cards hopefully we hopefully we got hopefully
0: everything. we found your card yeah um and uh yeah so yeah. what else so we if got? you're
1: looking to support the show there's two ways you can do it the first is our tcg player affiliate link tc or i'm sorry not tcg casual com slash tcg there we go um Head on over there. Anything you purchase after following that link we will get a percentage to help keep the show going. Uh, if you want to support us more directly, patreon.com slash casualtryhardmtg is where you can do that. You get access to our pre-show where we did a little bit of limited content this week. I'm not sure if we're going to do any on the actual show or not. Maybe we will. Um, but you get kind of first impressions over there. Uh, you also get access to our show notes and you get put on my mailing list for when I have swag to send out. So head on over to patreon.com slash casual MTG and chip a couple bucks in to show your support. We'd appreciate it.
0: Yeah. All right. So with that, we'll catch you on the internets.
1: Catch you on the internets.